So I've just come back from the theater after having watched 2,000 Mules. Um, there's no spoiler alert for those who already realize what the truth is. That the truth is is that the election was stolen, and everyone felt that in their bones. They felt that in their guts. Something wasn't right. And now we have proof. If you decide to see this, um, I would say watch it with an open mind. Um, there are questions that you may have afterwards that I'll get into in this podcast and tell you what I think my thoughts are on answering those questions. But ultimately, here's what I really walked away with having, having seen it. If you haven't seen it, please see it. Pay money for it. Uh, someone gave me a pirated version. I watched it. felt horrible. Let me go to the theater. So I paid to watch it. And um, the pirated versions are, are spliced anyway. There's There was like over half an hour worth of information missing. So you really should go see it. And um, it's it's mind-boggling, mind-blowing. And so here are the, the, the thoughts that I had initially as I'm sitting there kind of stunned. I'm walking out the theater and I'm like, you know, what kind of people uh, would do something like this? And so there's two kinds of people who would do something like this, who would uh, basically cheat in an election. They're so hostile towards their own nation and so brainwashed into thinking that Donald Trump was was Hitler 2.0. I mean, gosh, I just don't even know what kind of Kool-Aid you have to be drinking. Jim Jones would be proud of the left. But anyway, so there are two kinds of people who would do something like this. There are those who are desperate and then those who are desperately wicked. In the first category, okay, you have single moms. You've got the business owner who just lost a portion of their business or their income. You know, a pandemic had just hit and it set you back. You know, you're approached by or, or, or you're a part of an organization. Someone within an organization approaches you and says, hey, you can make $40,000 in three days. You game? And so at that point, you know there's a catch to the whole get rich quick scheme anyway but at that point you suspend reality you suspend your conscience you know right and wrong for the moment don't matter because you know you have debts to pay and you still committed a federal crime you still deserve to go to prison um but i'm just giving you the benefit of the doubt in that you were in a desperate situation and so for the time being you had no conviction well, your conviction will quickly come back to you once you're prosecuted. But here, the second category of people um, are the most sinister, those who are desperately wicked. And I believe that this is what we are dealing with on a level that we have no idea. Okay, you'll find that the Proverbs describes uh, what's called worthless men. And this means men and women, okay, mankind. In Proverbs 6, 12 through 15, it says, what are worthless and wicked people like? They are constant liars. signaling their deceit with a wink of an eye, a nudge of the foot, or a wiggle of the finger. Their perverted hearts plot evil, and they constantly stir up trouble, but they will be destroyed suddenly and broken in an instant beyond all hope of healing. Again in Proverbs 4, 14 through 17, don't do as the wicked do. Don't follow the path of evildoers. Don't even think about it. Don't go that way. Turn away and keep moving. For evil people can't sleep until they've done their evil deed for the day. They can't rest until they've caused someone to stumble. They eat the food of wickedness and drink the wine of violence.
the first thing to address is the geo tracking. I think it was brilliant that True the Vote purchased all of that data and set up those perimeters and they were able to see um, how many drops were made and by how many people based on the cell phone pings. And I do believe that that data is, is pretty accurate if you can pinpoint somebody within you know, several feet of where they are. I mean, this is really simple because of the apps that we download and the things that we're doing on the internet on our phones uh, are sending out and capturing information. And so the ads that pop up on the phone when you're playing a game or if you're on the internet searching for something on the phone, like it's not a coincidence if you see you know, something going on in your area as far as an event or a restaurant that has a new appetizer on the menu. Like that, that information is, is legit. And I've heard some reviews where that is being discredited, but I I really think that that is an easy way out of having the conversation and having the argument of whether or not certain people were in a certain area at a certain time of the day and how many drops they made to stuff those boxes. So I think with the geo-tracking, um, we should just go ahead and say that that's legit. By all means, investigate the technology for yourself if you have the experience and you have the means to do so. Uh, I'm going to take that on faith uh, because I know how powerful cell phones can be and our technology is only getting smarter. And the curious thing about this is that what they disclosed in the film is that BLM and Antifa rioters, the, the same cell phone um, data is it like a cell phone ID so it's not like you can tell who the owner of the phone is or whatnot but there's a cell phone ID that showed up at the riots throughout the summer 2020 in certain parts of the nation also showed up going to the nonprofit organizations and going to several drop boxes in, in different states and so in my opinion uh, this was very much the scum of society that planned and plotted and carried out something like this you know remember in my opener I talked about two categories of people those that are desperate and then those that are desperately wicked and I really think that it's the second category of people that we are dealing with on a grand scale Um, so if there's going to be prosecutions and things getting handed down I would definitely say you don't just stop with the people who were caught on a video um, or the people whose cell phones were in a certain area. The line of questioning that you uh, put forth should lead you to uh, the, the organizations that they were connected to. For, for all means, don't just, you know, um, swat the flies out of the web crush the spider at at this point so in the film you didn't see multiple people at uh, or the same people at multiple drop boxes Um, I think that there's probably more to come uh, if they purchased all of the data that they said they did so true the vote has like they said four million minutes uh, 10 trillion cell phone pings I mean, in my opinion, there's likely unsolved crimes, murders, robberies, rapes, all sorts of stuff that they might even have the data to that that those cases have gone cold. And so if we have an FBI that if they were worth something, then they would definitely want to look more into uh, that data that True the Vote has, uh, not even just for election reasons. It could it could help solve other crimes. Uh, and, and definitely, if you can use geo tracking to break up 
um, the the trafficking rings where children are coming across the border or they're being trafficked all the way up to Canada in some cases. But with things that are going on like that, I mean, I definitely think the data should be used to squash crime. I don't think it should get into the hands of those who have nefarious plots and plans against the American people. So I don't know how you would regulate something like that. Um, but it's it's definitely available. I'm glad that that organization, True the Vote, uh, did not release everything that they have up front um, because they basically they are waiting to see what law enforcement does. Um, and so I'm going to talk about that in just a second. But what I wanted to go back to was um, also the film did not name the nonprofit organizations that were involved. I don't have a problem with this. Again, I think they're giving law enforcement time to move in and start asking questions, start an investigation. Uh, these organizations, these these far left organizations, if they're smart, then they are mounting a defense now. They're getting rid of incriminating evidence. They're making moves, um, but they do have a lot of money and they have a lot of lawyers. Uh, I would recommend also watching Rigged 2020. Uh, so I went ahead and watched that online. You can go to rigged2020.com. And that one was about, it was about maybe five, ten bucks, somewhere in there. And so that's definitely like part one, if you wanted to, to call 2000 Mules a sequel. Part one shows you where they got the money to be able to fund such a wide operation. I mean, this is organized crime this is organized crime in the 21st century. If you thought there was organized crime surrounding JFK's assassination, this is like beyond that, right? Unless you're one of those lone gunman believers. So if you're, if you're somebody that believes that Lee Harvey Oswald fired all those shots and killed Kennedy and did that on his own and there was no second gunman or anything, then you are probably a person who also believes that this election was not stolen. I don't trust anything that the government or the media puts forth. So, I mean, if, if there if there is a reason to believe that there's more, then we should explore it. And I'm telling you, I've been studying out the JFK assassination, and I'm telling you, there's more. I'm I am gonna just confess, I'm one of those grassy knoll people. Something came from some other direction besides behind the man's head. And so, I really don't think that after seeing the footage that they did release in that film that this was the safest most secure election i don't buy it at all mark zuckerberg sound familiar that's the loser um, who thought of facebook sitting in his college dorm room or something and um he's a mil he's a billionaire loser so all of, all of the uh people in this country i won't say all but there's a good majority of them with the exception of a few who are insanely rich who are also desperately wicked and for that they are just losers because they are willing to destroy this country and i believe where whatever continent they were on they would probably be trying to destroy it so anyway him and his wife gave multiple millions of dollars um and these organizations that they gave to are obviously far left right so if you have any doubt about uh who the illegal votes were for then you simply need to look at who won biden won based on uh the shenanigans that were pulled after all of the data that was being dumped all the mail-in ballots being dropped off at 2 or 4 a.m these all of these tactics were not in favor of trump so that's a, that really to me that is the most obvious thing to say well who does all all of the cheating and all of the organized crime and plotting and planning who does it benefit obviously it benefited the left
Now, this also got my mind thinking, like, why would you want to steal an election? Why would you want to have, you know, this criminal enterprise, high profile heist going on in a nation? And ultimately, in communist nations, this is where it starts. Um, It starts with compromised elections. And then that works in tandem with propaganda kind of like how people are were brainwashed into thinking that Trump really was a Nazi and you know he was colluding with Russians and he's bringing the nation down and we have to protect our democracy so people who really believe all of that and their source of news is just mainstream media then they're going to go to the polls and they're going to vote a certain way and the country is going in the direction that they wanted to go at that point even though they have to pay the same gas prices that all of us do even though they have to pay the same price for a gallon of milk as everybody else does uh, even though some of these same people are going to have to deal with you know illegal immigrants coming into their neighborhoods sucking their resources dry and potentially committing crimes that they're never going to be prosecuted for you know whatever the case may be it's all to put pressure um, on the nation of the people to vote in such a way and to behave in such a way that you know induces the level of power that the government has so a stolen election is beneficial to those who are currently in power because it gets them, you know, closer to having more power and being able to stay in office longer. Um, If you can imagine uh, if Trump were still there and if he were somehow with a House and a Senate stacked against him, but if he was somehow there uh, still putting forth those executive orders and making those moves despite all of the propaganda coming from the media, I mean, he would have ruined uh, the plans of these Democrats. They wouldn't have been able to pull this off the way that they would have wanted to. Ultimately though, I think what we need to understand is that this heist had very little to do with Trump in the end. I mean, he's just one person. He came into office. Uh, I believe that he did what he could to help the nation. You know, you have to discern between personality and policy. Although, you know, he, I don't really, it didn't bother me that he was a jerk with his tweets and all these things. I mean, I think at the end of the day, if somebody is insulting you and your family, then, I mean, how would you respond? So um, he was just in the way, though. So they got him out of the way. And I know that uh, New World Order, right, has just been a conspiracy theory maybe up to recently. But I think it's unfolding. I think this plan is unfolding. Plus, if you ever watch any clips with Biden in it, he's dropping all the bombs. He says the quiet part out loud all the time. So it ain't like you got to search real hard. But anyway, I think that the NWO is kind of unfolding in these little discreet ways, and it's a long game. It might take generations. And so, you know, going after the children and putting communism and CRT and stuff in the schools and then waiting 10, 15 years for them to go to college and get another dose of that, and then they become voters, but then they also can become radicalized and activated. I mean, it's a long game, and there are people who are willing to play the long game and wait 15, 20 years if it means that they would have absolute power. So what's next? Like I was saying a moment ago, we need law enforcement. We need the legislative and executive branches of government to do their job because the judicial branch can't prosecute. They can't look at evidence. They can't do anything until these other two branches of government does their job. 
So those in positions of influence and money and power, they need to grow a backbone. They need to operate with some integrity and make some moves and, and be willing, you know, to lose everything, even for this country. I mean, that's a, probably a bold thing to say, but I feel like if you're not willing to die for this country, then you're not a true patriot, patriot and you shouldn't be in power. So, you know, voters also need to come out in droves. They need to make it hard for anyone to cheat. Left, right, doesn't matter. I mean, if you're someone who thinks your vote doesn't count or why bother, I just think that that's, that's a bad attitude. I had that attitude for many years. And I have to say that to some degree, I carry responsibility for the way that the nation looks right now. I mean, that's conviction. James 4:17 says it's sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. So, you know, you could be sinning by omission by not doing something. Sin is not always that you're doing something wrong. It could be that you're not doing something that you know is right. So that may be kind of heavy. You know, if you're somebody who doesn't participate in the voting process and you pay no um, attention to politics whatsoever, uh, well, you know, I guess I would just say you would be in either one of those two categories that I discussed. You would either be desperate or desperately wicked uh, in order for you to be able to move from the position that you're in. A stolen election, a stolen country, this will soon cease to be a bipartisan issue. You know, based on who has the best narrative, you know, some people are just kind of going along, but we are all going to have to like wake up and, and stand at attention because if we all become communist slaves, like the people in China, like the people in Venezuela, like the people in Cuba, then I guess at that point, politics won't matter. Uh, but until we get to that point, we do need to keep fighting. And so I'm going to keep praying and doing my part, no matter how small it is, to make sure we never get to that point. Thank you.